All right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. And I am just so glad that you're here joining me today because we're going through discounted cash flow analysis. And yes, I never get tired of doing that intro, folks. Never get tired. <laughs> I know a lot of podcasters, you know, they they record their intro and they just kind of like play it every single episode. But I want to do it live for you because I want to bring the energy and to show you that I'm excited to be here with you today. So with that being said, what are we talking about on the podcast? We're talking about exit multiples. And we've been going through this concept of terminal value, this latter part of a company's history, well, really future history, (laughs) but future projections where we're looking at a company's growth and we know that things are slowing down. We talked about in the last episode how you should more or less peg a terminal growth rate at around the country's GDP growth rate, right? So it's going to essentially revert to the mean, if you're familiar with that statistical term, and kind of move along with the general economy. But when it comes time to look at your exit multiple, remember, this is the part of the DCF. We have two ways of calculating terminal value, the multiples method and the Gordon growth method. Remember that Gordon growth is more the mathematical approach, and we're plugging things into an equation based on the growth rate and discount rate. But with the multiples method, it's a little bit simpler. We're, we're literally just multiplying our, our finances by some kind of number. So maybe we're looking at EBITDA and doing a multiple to EBITDA, like 7x, 8x, 9x, whatever the case may be. So how do we do that? How do we do that? Well, what we would want to do is look at a set of comparable companies or precedent transactions. Remember, those are the two other major valuation methodologies we've covered in depth a few dozen episodes ago. And we look at these data points and we want to take the median value. So let's say we have a couple president transactions where there was a 3x multiple, there was a 7x multiple, and an 8x multiple. Okay, so what do you do? What's the median of that set? Well, it would be 7x. And so we would say, all right, well, for our terminal value calculation in this model, we're going to use 7x because we have these precedent transactions that are relevant. Here's the median value. And then we might also kind of caveat that a little bit by looking at the range of values. Now, in the example I just gave, we had a multiple all the way down at three times EBITDA. So we have three times EBITDA, seven times EBITDA, and eight times EBITDA. That three times... It might be an outlier for a certain reason. Maybe there was just a really cheap fire sale of a business or the sentiment was really bad or there could have been some major litigation that was happening. We don't know why the valuation was so high with, or so low rather with that transaction. We just know that that's what the company sold for, okay? So there may be an outlier there, but it may be worth plugging that in as a range of values just to show that, hey, there's, there's some variation here. Uh, in the model. And so remember, when we want to present this data to clients, we don't just want to give one number, right? We want to give a range of values because there's variability in the real world and it's more accurate to to present that than just say, yeah, I think it's going to be X. Well, maybe it'll be X 
plus or minus 30%, you know? So that's a way to approach it. But ultimately, when you're looking at exit multiples, look at your comparables, look at your precedent transactions and choose the median value. All right, that's what I got for you today on Investment Banking Insights. Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying this show, if you're loving it, if you're listening to every episode, do me a quick favor and just leave a rating or review. If, you're, if you want to go the extra mile, leave a review uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I've seen, I've seen those ratings and I'm so, so humbled that you've been giving this five stars all around. So thank you for that. And thank you in advance for, for doing that if you haven't already. Now, in the next episode, we're going to keep this thing going, talking about discounted cash flow some more. I'm really excited to get into it. But until next time, have a great day.